Hi, I'm Timothy Zahn, author of Thrawn, and you're listening to the Escape Podcast. This episode was recorded in front of a live studio audience. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained. This is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the Nerdy Network Studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast. Uh, Janina Gavanka apparently almost spoiled her inclusion in Galaxy of Heroes. Last week, her little Twitter spat with Sam Witwer seems to pay off, if you will. Iden Versio has arrived at the hollow tables. We will go over her kit and give you our thoughts. And Thad will look at the inspiration of it in the Escape Podcast for Kids. Qui-Gon Jim now skips leg day. With his Omicron change, does it warrant a full refund for those who applied it? Doja says no, but the first round of Grand Arena Championships in the new system is now over. What did we think of the results and our final placements from the end of the Grand Arena season? And speaking of Grand Arena, Neil, you got one of our top eight of GA Center this week for our interview. Fatal, also known as The Playbook, joins us to talk about life in Kyber Div 1. And our new segment that debuted last week, Getting Jiggy with Jigabachi, he joins us in our last segment. Along with Patreon's Choice and this month's Dickie and the Noob. A fun jam-packed week this week, my friends. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm your host, Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you this Friday? It is Friday. I'm excited that it's Friday. Next week, my mother will be in town uh, for a uh, for a concert. It's going to be great. Going to go see uh, Reginald. Reggie. Yeah, yep. go see Reggie. Go see Reggie. Um, which we're going to do. I, I'm, I'm letting the cat out of the bag right now. We're doing a what if episode next week. Tune in to see what exactly we mean by that if you don't know so should be a lot uh should be a lot of fun yeah it will be last one was it has been a very very newsworthy week you know we finally you know the return of of cg's posting things and us getting things in game the end of Grand Arena Championships of the uh, the first variety. So, yeah. The end of that all-important first month. 
Yeah, and so I mean, let's uh, let's save that for the second segment, if you will, mm-hmm. and jump into what most people come to us for when a new character is announced. Let's talk about the new character, Iden Verso. So what? Um, the, the empire, the empire, the empire zombie, basically. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Lizzie Jonko, much better looking, Lizzie, more attractive. Lizzie Jonko and Dicky Darkside both subscribed in the past five minutes. Thank you very, very much for that. So, um, no, not Reggie Watts or Reggie Jackson. <laughs> We're talking about uh, Reginald Keith Dwight, also known as Elton John. All right, so Iden Verso is a dark side. Empire, Imperial Trooper. She is a leader. She's considered an attacker. And her basic is just deal physical damage to enemy. If no other allies have the leader tag, it deals damage two more times. So a triple hit. And if Mm -hmm. she gets a critical hit, she recovers 5% health and protection. Yeah, that's a good one. So, on, you know, the... Oh, what's the word? On the level of basic abilities, it's not, you know, the seven-hit Fennec Shand. It's it's seven hits, isn't it, for Fennec? Five. Five hits. Five hits. But, you know, three hits on a... Imperial Trooper Remnant, not an Imperial Remnant, but Imperial Trooper Remnant Squad, not too shabby, Neil. No, uh, it's, a, it's a good basic. Yeah. her uh, She has two specials. Her first one is Push Forward. It has a cooldown of two. It deals physical damage to all enemies and inflicts vulnerable for two turns. Dispels all buffs on the target enemy and also healing immunity for two turns, and stuns for a turn. They cannot be resisted by rebel enemies. If no other allies have the leader tag, all other non-droid Imperial Trooper allies, so don't take your uh, Dark Trooper in there. No. Calls uh, She calls them to assist, dealing 20% less damage. So... Full squad, five hits, and healing immunity and stun for one turn. Yeah, that's another good one. And any uh, any thoughts on on this so far? No, no, just uh, it it makes great use of the uh, the stragglers that you've got in your roster. Yeah, you know With- if you've got nowhere for your snow trooper and your magma trooper and your Stormtrooper or your Shore Trooper go. This is where they. This is this is where they all go. They all go with her, basically. Rebel allies. Uh, note note that can't be resisted by rebel allies or enemies. Yeah. Oh, God, this is this is gonna this is gonna be one of those squads that get that gets used to, um, especially in GAC. This is gonna be one of those squads that you're like, oh God. There's a Rolo team on the back. <laughs> and then you'll be like, oh, yeah. I put the Zeta and Iden and I took her to gear 11. 
And then you're just rubbing your hands together with glee. Well, we haven't even gotten uh, to the Zeta yet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. uh, um, Great. It's going to be great for those rebel teams on the back. Um, Especially if you've already used your Wampa for something else, like against the Fiend. (laughs) I'm just thinking, like, you know, you. I mean, she would also do good because no healing immunity and stunning. She would be good for against a Phoenix team. Oh yeah, no, I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Like you know, you say so, 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 so you you you've either put your Wampa on defense or you've used it on the front for God knows what reason. Then you get to the back and you see Phoenix and you're like, crap, why did I use my Wampa? And then you'll be like, oh, hang on a minute, hello, Iden Verso, uh, hello there, lady, you cheeky girl, do me a favor and take out these Phoenix for me, please. So you know, it's just <laughs> perfect for that. You know, those those trash rebel teams that people put on the back. She is perfect for that because she's going to do the job at three stars. Because it, it's it's not so much that she's three stars; it's that it's your it's your other trash your other trash imperial troopers that are, are like a low gear level but high stars. So that you know they might be like seven, eight, or nine, maybe even ten, but they're going to be seven stars. You know, and if they're called getting called to assist, and even if they're just hitting for like ten, you know, little tip tappy ten Ks. Still going to be bloody useful with all the assists getting laid down. Really, really useful. All right. Her second special, We Can Grieve Later. Dispel all debuffs on Imp Trooper allies. Aiden gets 100% protection up for two turns. And also, all other Imperial Trooper allies get 50%. Imperial Trooper allies recover 35% protection. And, once again, if she's leading a straggler, uh, a group of non-leaders and non-droids, they gain We Adapt or Die for three turns, which is plus 30% critical, plus 30% offense, an additional 30 speed, and they revive with 70% health when defeated. If somebody tries to dispel We Adapt or Die, and they do, they end up recovering 80% health, gaining 80% turn meter, and can't be critically hit for two turns. Mm. So, We Adapt or Die... Bonus bonus City with her. It's just bonuses and buffs galore. We Adapt or Die has a cooldown of four. We adapt or die, or, or I'm sorry, we can grieve later has a cooldown of four. We adapt or die is for three turns. Something's got to give her a, uh, you know, you want her to go again. But sadly, you can't use Thrawn in this squad because he is a leader. He is not mm-hmm. an Imperial yeah. Trooper. So, I'm thinking Range Trooper. Yeah, no. Uh, the 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 four that I'm the four that I'm putting with her um, is range trooper, shore trooper, uh, magma, and um, uh, magma and uh, OG trooper. Yeah, OG stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Magma trooper. No, no. You're you're the fourth. You said was the stormtrooper, right? No, no, no. I'm gonna go. I'm saying you could. My what the what I'm using is I'm using range trooper, shore trooper. Snowtrooper and Magma Trooper. Oh, Snowtrooper. I thought you said Stormtrooper. Yeah. I misheard you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm using Magma and Snow because they've got AoE. So, you know, 
plus 30% crit chance and plus 30% offense with an AoE. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of sweet, especially when um, oh, one of them gets turn meter. Um, if is it, I think it's the Snowtrooper. So I think Snowtrooper gets uh, turn meter if... Um, if there's humanity, criticals, yeah. If there's criticals. So with a 30% crit chance on top of what he's already got, yeah, yeah, one of those AOEs, one of those AOE shots are, are going to be a crit. So yeah, uh, it's great. That's why but I'm you going But I, I am going to just point out the possible flaw in the plan. Before I do, Dr. Feelgood, thank you for the subscription. Lizzie Jonko, thank you for the additional 50 bits. Um, if Snowtrooper's taking all those turns, their We Adapt or Die will fall off of them fairly quick. So, it's, you know, well, you have no, to wait just four turns for Iden Verso. Yeah, no, 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 it's for, for, you know, for three turns. It's so for it's, three I mean, turns he, of he, the he, character he, that has the buff on them. So, exactly. if they're going three times before Iden even takes a, a, you know, a turn, it's already gone, and they're waiting for three turn, three additional turns of Iden before they can get we adapt or we die. It would be yeah, but it would just be it would just be the three turns for Snowtrooper that would get used up fast. Yeah, Thaddeus is pointing out Versio. Yes, I I have trouble with that uh, conjugation of uh, letters. So yes, I apologize. Versio, Iden Versio. That's why I just call her Iden. So her leader ability. Imperial oh, Trooper no. allies have plus thirty five percent critical chance. No, doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't matter. They they're getting then the additional plus thirty percent critical chance. Uh, with uh, we adapt or die, they also get plus thirty five offense, plus thirty five speed. So they're getting fairly speedy there. Yeah. Oh, they are getting fast. At the start of the battle, if no other allies have the leader tag, and when a non-droid Imperial Trooper ally attacks out of turn, they gain 2% offense stacking, no limit, till the end of the encounter. Critical damage up for two turns at the start of the encounter, and a plus 100% counter chance. And while enemies have vulnerable, the enemy has plus 25% or minus 25% speed. Mm -hmm. So you've reduced the speed, you've sped up all these all these no-name troopers and decreased the speed on all your enemies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and this has the Omicron meal. Oh yeah, it's got the nom-nom. It's got the Omnom. Nice nom-nom. It's a very tasty nom-nom. At the start, if no other, if, if they're schlebs, they also gain 35% max health and protection. And when they attack at a turn, they also recover 10, 20% health and protection and gain 10% turn meter. Yeah. This is not a bad character at all. To no, spend no, she's, an she's, she's, she's an awesome, she is an awesome character. And that is a great nom nom. That is a really, really good uh, nom-nom. I was contemplating putting it on my Qui-Gon, but to be perfectly honest with you, I'm more than likely going to throw it on her. 
<laughs> I'm I'm more than likely going to throw it on her. Not because she's going to make one of my squads absolutely incredibly awesome, but she's going to make a squad that that would, under normal circumstances, do nothing into a squad that will actually take someone out. Because the turn meter control on this, you know, the turn meter control on this team is just awesome. So, um, you know, the, 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 her, her leadership um, and all of her uniques and all of the buffs and everything that she puts on the Imperial Troopers team, um, not to mention her unique, which we haven't even got to yet, just, it just makes it so much worthwhile. Yeah. Uh, Zaz, just quickly, just quickly go over her unique. Oh, I, I will unique. once I, once I answer this question for Zaz, Zaz says, doesn't Snowtrooper also give critical chance to all Imperials? No. Um, his un his unique when storm when snowtrooper is active, imperial trooper allies have plus twenty percent critical damage. But still, <laughs> critical damage. Yeah. Uh, he also gains thirty percent turn meter whenever any unit is defeated, either side. So if somebody revives, they've still been defeated, but they revive. Mm -hmm. And then all other empire allies gain half that amount. Does she have empire tag? Yes, she does. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Making sure she had Empire Tag. All right. And here is the unique that you're uh that you're so yeah, excited this is, about. This is what takes this is what takes her into orbit as far as I'm concerned, as an awesome new character. Yeah. So final text, and it is a Zeta. If no other allies, once again, we get it, have the leader or their uh non droid Imperial troopers, Iden gains hundred percent turn meter at the start of the encounter. She's Han. Mm -hmm. And whenever she's defeated, she revives with 100% health and protection if there's an, another active Imperial Trooper ally. She's basically an Imperial Trooper zo zombie. She is a zombie. It's exactly the same as zombie, you know? Yeah. Can't get rid of her. And then uh, if, if uh, when Iden has protection up, she also has plus 30% potency. When she is active, Imperial Troopers have plus 30% offense. People have already said she is wrecking Lord Vader squads, Neil. Yeah, I, I've, I've, been, uh, I've been testing her out, and I'm, I'm not, you know, my, my weak-ass Imperials that I've thrown on the team with her, they're hitting for 10k every single time. It's like, how are you hitting for 10k? Your special damage is like 1,500. Where is this? I have no idea where the damage is coming from. But every single one of them, they're all hitting for 10K. So if they're all constantly hitting, it, it, it's, it's taking, it's, 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 it's doing damage of like, it, it's doing like between 30 and 50K damage every single sortie with her in the lead. And my Snowtrooper and Magma Guard, they're gear eight and nine, you know, there's nothing to them. Which is why I'm so tempted to put the nom nom on and get all of the extra bonuses. You know, <laughs> put the nom nom on, get an extra thirty five percent crit chance, an extra thirty five percent offense, and another thirty five speed on top of what they're already doing. Oh my god, it's beautiful. She's just, she's just, she's got such a beautiful kit. How would you um, mod? How how have you modded her? Oh, fat speed. So I've done, I've done offense and speed. Yeah, I've I've done the 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 the, re, the the only the reason why I've done 
the reason why I've done speed um, uh, is because I had a handful of speed mods left, and I, I need to. I needed to take her to at least over two hundred. Um, I just need to get her. I just want to get her fast so that I can take out some really, you know, some strong relic rebel teams. Have you tried that... to? Have you tried to Mara Jade her? Have you spent no, I, anything, I any crystals on no, like one no, pack nothing. just to see? No, I've got. I've, I'm, I'm saving up crystals for the. Uh, I'm saving up um, all my crystals for the uh, executor at the moment. That's right. I'm at eighty. I'm at about eighteen k at the moment, but I'm nowhere near having all of the characters ready. Um, uh, I'm ready on my ult. I'm ready for my level. I'm ready for executor on my ult. I'm just not ready for the executor on my main, and I won't be spending any crystals until I get past that twenty five thousand five hundred mark. Once I get past that, that's my buffer. Anything I make on top of that, I'll spend. But probably not on Aiden because the Imperial team that she's with is it's it's not it it's not great. You know, I I don't even have them at gear eleven. Yeah, you know, they're not like the rest of my Imperial Troopers, which are either at Gear 11 or Gear 12. All of the ones that are underneath her, underneath her leadership, um, are 7s, 8s, 9s, with a 10 in there. My Stormtroopers are 10. Yeah, uh, I'm, let's I'm not see. even using the Stormtroopers. My Shore Trooper is 10. My Snow is 9. My original Stormtrooper is 8. <laughs> my Magma is 7. But I've got Iden at 7 right now. I took her up what? to seven. Oh, you took her to seven stars? Right, no, I took her to seven, uh, um, gear seven. Oh, right. I've got her at 10 at the moment, but there's a couple of bits and pieces that I need. I I've got to, I've got what, uh, sorry, uh, nine. I've got her at nine. I'm missing a couple of bits and pieces to take her to 10. I've got everything I need to take her from 10 to 11. So once, cause I've got, I've got seven, I've got Cairo's coming out my ears. I've got like 300 of one and 400 of another so the 200 kairos to take her from 10 to 11 i can afford that i've got that and i will quite happily put that on her um yeah i can upgrade her right now to eight yeah i, I could hit this upgrade button that i'm looking at right now and take her up to eight yeah but i'm no, holding but my, 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 my my plan is to get her to 11 um and get the team that's immediately under her all to 11 as well um, I, I'm not that fussed about their mods. I just want to get them all to. Um, uh, I just want to get them all to gear eleven, so that when I put her and the four Imperial troopers under her against a Rolo team with Lando Calrissian and <laughs> Machine Gun Leia and Snowlo um, and Akbar, you know, you know the team I'm talking about. Those teams that just get thrown on. So when I come up against that, it dies. Death by a th just like just like the Ewoks, baby. Death by you know, death by a thousand cuts. That's what it's going to be, because they're not going to be hitting more than than, than ten to twenty k. <laughs> this is not like a relic Imperial Troopers team that's going to be hitting for like 40, 50 k every time it hit. This is gonna. This is a Gear Eleven team that it's death by a thousand cuts. You know, so hey, but I'm I'm gonna throw the nom nom on her for that reason, um, because my Qui Gon and um, you know, Jedi. I just They're added her Zeta. I, I just added her Zeta. I, you know, you've talked to me. Oh, into... I, did a, I did her Zeta when I had her at gear eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm at 15, 15 uh, Omicron materials. So I've by the enough, end I've of, enough. by the end of the week, I'll have her 
You know, I'll get one during my normal farm for relic material, and I'll get two of them each uh, each galactic challenge. I'll have her there I've, by the end of the week. I've got I've got enough to put it on her now, and I'm going to put it on her. Um, everybody's like, "Oh, she's going to get nerfed." She's I don't care. Uh, they, they can nerf her all she likes as as long as they give me back my nom nom. I'm happy. You know, if they make a change to a character's nom nom, they refund the nom nom. It's as simple as that. If they well, don't, I will kick up an unbelievable stink. Um, massive, massive stink. Well, when they change something, they refund. When well, they get the nerfs. They refers the relic materials. N- Neil, okay. get ready to kick up another stink after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. Hotbot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool, Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Hello, ones. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking box, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, slash the escape pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. We want you. Join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC Chain Gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds alongside some of our best, including Mr. Jigabachi, Dr. Zeppers, Rico1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBees, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast.
And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to talk about something else. Paul left you all on a cliffhanger before we went to break. <laughs> so uh, let's find out what that but cliffhanger during, was. During the break, you said it says new hero on Aiden Verso's yeah, graphic. She's not. It, it should be new villain. But it know? says new legend. It says new legends hero star killer it for his if they're dark side they should be villain and if they're light side it should be hero so if they're introducing a new light side character a new hero and if they're introducing a new dark side character it should be a new villain developer insights for mara j mara uh mara jade emperor's hand new legends hero mara jade yeah, yeah, they've been they've been making that mis- they've been making that mistake. And her background is blue, not red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. So, Neil, you were yeah. saying just before the break, if they make a change, they should refund it, right? Yeah. If they if they nerf if they nerf a character if they nerf a nom nom, then they should refund the nom nom so that people can choose uh, to spend their nom noms on a character that you know hasn't been nerfed well we got news uh just yesterday that they have changed qui-gon jim also known as omicron qui-gon jim mm-hmm. i i want to get the exact uh the exact wording here Nope, that's not the server update that I was looking for. Game updates. Content update 112. Uh, where is it at? I, I'm, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I cannot find it right off the bat. Yeah, fixed. Yeah, yeah. Um, unit updated Qui-Gon Jinn's Omicron ability to function only when all allies are Jedi and no Galactic Legends are present on either side of the battle. So, yeah, no, I that yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah. With that being, you know, th- their original thing, we're aware of an issue with Qui-Gon Jinn in Grand Arena, whereas Omicron upgrade is providing more offense than intended. Currently, when Qui-Gon Jinn is defeated, he is providing Jedi allies with an excessive offense on top of the 400% offense boost based on his stats he is supposed to provide. They... Them putting a caveat where it can't be used against Galactic Legends? Why didn't they do that just to all the rest of the, the characters? That they wanted to to protect by redoing the stat changes and the defense penetration. Um, it, I mean, it's a change. It's a change to his Omicron ability. So I should get it back, right? Yeah, yeah. People, people should be um, uh, people should be refunded. Um, people should be refunded. Um, um, for the, um, the the full 20, um, and then they can decide whether they want to put it back on him or not. Well, here's, here's the, the bottom line. The bottom line, right, is um, so, so uh, a handful of people did it first, and then it got used, and it got tested, and everybody was like, yeah, damn, that's great. 
I'm going to put all of my, you know, I'm going to put all of my materials into the nom nom for Qui-Gon Jim. And then they're like, all ah, right, okay, it, it, it's not working as we intended. It's giving a little bit too much offense, uh, offense. So we're going to tweak it so that it doesn't do specifically what you specifically got it for. So everybody that stumped up the 20 nom noms to get his nom nom to get Qui-Gon Jinn's nom nom should have it reimbursed. Well, it's, it's straightforward. They, they should get it reimbursed. Doja replied earlier today and said, I checked in so I could get an answer for those who are asking about a refund. We return resources for a character if we fundamentally change their identity. This did not hit that bar. Quote, unquote. It, it doesn't matter what. It, it, their justification for it is irrelevant. People bought it to do something specific, right? Specifically that it would work where G, you know, with the, with the, it would work where GLs were concerned. It no longer does specifically what they purchased uh, and put their resources into that nom nom for. Therefore, it should be refunded. I mean, for goodness sake, they've refunded people. They've refunded Zetas when gears, you know, when when people's. Um, kits you know when characters kits have changed before um so so their reasons for not giving a refund are irrelevant this was what i was told if i spent the 20 nom noms on i was gonna get right this four of them right all four of them there's four pieces of gum in this that's what i spent it for because that's what i told i was gonna get they've now changed it and i'm only getting two pieces of gum so I'd like my 20 nom noms back. I would like my 20 nom noms back so I can decide whether it's still good enough for me to put the 20 nom noms on that or do I switch and put them on to um, Zam? Because I put the 20 on Qui-Gon Jim on my ult for that specific reason. That specific reason now no longer works. I don't have time or the resources to spend a bunch of you know to buy a bunch of resources in order to get another 20 nom noms to put on the character that i also wanted to put it on so no they're they're i don't care what i i do not care what their their reasons are it's bullcrap the nom nom needs to be refunded it's as simple as that i they need to refund it i'm you and i are on the exact same page when it comes to this because i put it on there so i would have Remember back to my uh, my report that I wrote uh, for GA Center. You know, I'm working on off-meta counters, you know, when I get stuck behind a GL. Mm-hmm. If if I have, you know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try the hard counter first, or I'm going to try the GL counter first because it's more guaranteed. Yeah. But I need to have, I need to have options here. Yeah, no, I, I I was using mine to clean up GLs. That's what I was. That's what I was. I I, I specifically put it on him because I thought to myself, you know what? I don't have a lot of GL cleanup teams. I've got three GLs, but I don't have a lot of GL cleanup crews. 
because I put a lot of my, I have to, if I'm taking my GLs, here's the thing. If I'm taking my GLs on offense, I'm having to put my um, off-meta counters on defense or I'm putting my GLs on defense and taking my off-meta counters on offense. I can't do both. It's one or the other. So the nom-nom on Qui-Gon Jinn, as far as I was concerned, because it works with GLs, gave me that buffer zone. So if my off-meta counter or my GL counter didn't work against my GL opponent, at least I had a 100% solid counter with a Qui-Gon Jinn team that was going to be able to finish off that GL team. And that's no longer the case. So I spent the nom-noms on that character for that reason. It does not work specifically for that reason. I want my nom-noms back. I want them back. Yeah, and and it's... What if you especially what if I was for you, Neil? That, I mean, you're at play. What that, if I was one of the people that had actually spent money on the nom noms? Can you imagine how somebody who purchased nom noms and then put them on Qui Gon feels? It's like, uh, excuse me, whoa, 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 no, no, no. I spent money to get that Omicron. I spent money to get that nom-nom. I would like them refunding, please, because I was 50-50. I was either going to put it on her, I was either going to put it on Zam, or I was going to put it on Qui-Gon. And you've now made that decision easy for me because you haven't nerfed Zam, so I want my nom-noms back so that I can put them on her. Oh, wait a minute. You've come up with some bullcrap reason to not give me them back, so now I'm stuck with a character that doesn't do what I intended for it to do when I put the nom nom on it in the first place. This is, it's bollocks. I'm sorry. It's bollocks. I know that it's not Doge's decision. Somebody above him made the decision and he's the poor schmuck that has to give the bad. It's like, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I ain't shooting Doja. Yeah, I'm we're, we're not mad messenger. at you, Doja. We're mad we're at whoever shoot- decided that yeah, we we're, can't we're get not, this back. We're, we're not shooting the messenger. Uh, at all, but you know, at least go back to them and say, "Yeah, the community thinks that this is complete and utter bullcrap." It is. It's bollocks. It's absolute bollocks. And here's the thing: a lot of people will put the nom noms straight back on him. Those that have lots of resources and can afford to spread the nom noms around, yeah, sure, they might put it straight back on him. I'm not doing that on my alt account. I want them back because I want to put them on Zam. So here's here's the thing. I was a person who went after the legacy tiers to get Omicrons. So, did I spend? You're damn right. Yeah. In order to do the legacy tiers. And you had to have the previous one at 5-star as well. I'm not very happy about this at all. What I am happy about, though, is that Dr. Zeppers gave out two subs, Dr. Feelgood cheered 100 bits, Lizzie Jonka with another 25, and then Rayrock just came along, cheered 100 bits, and started a hype train. Chew effing chew. I like a hype train when I'm raging on something. (laughs) And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I, I mean, I I just said for my all, I want to put the nom nom on... Zam, I don't. I want. I want my nom noms back because I want to put them on Iden now. Oh, absolutely! I want to put them on Iden. I, I do not. You know, Qui Gon can go back to being, you know, it, 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 cannon fodder on my back wall with the rest of my Jedi. You know, he can go back to being cannon fodder. I don't care. Um, you know, 
He was nom-nommed for his offensive capabilities. I didn't give a rat's ass about his defensive capabilities. Didn't care one little bit. Not one jot. Not one iota. All I cared about was the offensive capabilities. And that's just gone... (laughs) So I want my 20 back. I don't care how loud I have to shout. I, I mean, I've got the web, I've got the forum open at the moment, so I'll just dump something on there a little bit later. We'll we'll create it in nice... the community uh, as as a Patreon after show together. We'll help you craft your special post. Oh no, I'm no, I'm, it, it doesn't need crafting. I'm just going to curl out a big steamy pile on the forum and say, "Excuse me." I spent 20 nom-noms on this character because they did A. They now no longer do A. Give me my nom-noms back. I want to spend them on someone else. And if you don't, I'm going to sing Henry VIII over and over and over and over again um, on your forum. And I'm just going to spam your forum. Give it back. Give me my nom-nom back. Give me my nom-nom back. I want my goddamn nom-nom back. (laughs) I want it back. I don't care. Dojo, go go speak to your higher ups. It's bollocks. They need to refund them. All right. I don't care how many people are just going to put it straight back on. You refunded the Dark Trooper, and a bunch of people put it straight back on. All right. A bunch of people put it straight back on because it had its use, but other people, other people didn't. You gave them the option. Okay. So give us the bloody option now, because if you don't, I'm going to make your life miserable. <laughs> On the forums. Dr. Zephyr says, sing it anyway, because I don't know what a nom-nom is. It's an Omicron. It's what we call... Omicron. I call the the Omicrons nom-noms. And because because of the whole, you know, state of the world right now with, you know, if you say the word Omicron... It flags your uh, it flags your your stream or your video post as talking about uh, talking about you know. No, no. The the it, state it, of the no, world. No, no. Not. I, I say I say nom nom because nom nom's two syllables and omicron is three syllables. Yeah. Okay. So I'm saving every time. For I brevity. Say it, I'm saving. I'm saving one. I'm saving. I'm saving a, a syllable. <laughs> I'm saving a syllable. Lizzie Jocko cheered 100 bits. Real uh, Thaddeus cheered his last bit. Lady Koto with 65. Lizzie Jonko with 100. Dr. Feelgood with another 100. Dr. Zeppers with 100. And Big Country Max with 500. Thank you guys for making this uh, hype train. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the biddies. And I, I, I will keep raging against uh, I will keep raging against the machine because this this one is I'm not letting as long this as you're not go. killing in the name of I'm, I'm not letting I'm I'm they they don't I'm not talking about rate they don't rage against the machine they've become corporate shills and sellouts <laughs> I'll do what the government tells you to do no that's not punk rock punk rock is telling the youth of today to do the exact opposite of what the government tells you to do not oh do what the government tells you so like, excuse that's not very punk rock it's not punk rock at all it's not very rock and roll um, no, no. Uh, when I'm on the Jedi Academy tomorrow, I'm going to get Ranger on board. I'm going to say, Ranger, I'm going to be very, very nasty now, but they need to refund the nom-nom. So I'm going to, I will rage on that as well. I will rage on that as well, definitely. So yeah, um, that they, they have not heard the last of this. The Nev will not be silenced on this. I demand a refund for everybody that spent nom-noms. <laughs> <laughs> on Qui-Gon Jin. It's as simple as that. Dickie Darkside says this was a bad episode to do a shot anytime someone says nom nom. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, if there's people out there, you know, drinking shots every time I say nom nom, then nom 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 nom. So Grand Arena seasonal skill squash came up just before we went on the air. The Grand Arena Championship returns next week, so we're we're getting GAC back next week. It's happened. Yeah. We're excited about the participation and outcome of the first run of our new skill rating-based system and hope that you have all enjoyed it as much as we have. In order to maintain health and balance of the new system, each season will begin with a skill squash of sorts. This will ensure that the range of skill rating numbers won't massively expand over time and keep the ladders competitive. In general, this will not have any impact on your GA experience. This will not change what division or league you are in. It will not impact your ability to reach the next division, i.e. if you could win your next round and move up to the division, you will still do so. And it will not affect your daily reward payouts. If anybody goes from Kyber 3 at the end of low-end Kyber 3 down to Kyber 4, when they make this change, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. Um, I'm I'm relatively certain. I mean, they're saying it's not going to happen, but I'm relatively certain. Here's the thing: they've got equal. I mean, and and I understood that they were going to have to do this at the end of every month anyway, because you've got people all over the place. So they equalize the division. So you 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 know you've got your your top, you've got your top. Um, skill rating and your bottom skill rating of Kyber. They then have to split the five divs into the 10, 25 and 30% in the middle. And obviously the, the, the top, the, the top end skill rating and the bottom end skill rating is for that div. So top end skill rating, bottom end div, every, you know, that's the 10% for Kyber one. And then you've got the 25% for div two comes between two skill ratings and div three between two. So, I understood that they were going to have to do that. And as a result of that, you know, you might go from three to two or from two to three or from three to four, because you might fall just in or outside the skill rating windows that are going to occur when they equalize the division, because in order for it to, in order for every, sorry, in order for every league to maintain the 10, 25, 30%, they will have to, you know, everybody has to be stretched out again at the beginning before, you know, before the month starts. And that would mean, you know, people getting tweaked between divisions. But now they're also talking about tweaking individual skill ratings. So I have no idea what that is going to look like. If they weren't changing the skill ratings of individual people, it would be I could easily picture exactly what they're going to do in my head. But because they say that they're not just they're also tweaking that. Oh God, I just, yeah, uh, I don't know what to think. I, I have no idea what the hell is going to go, what the hell is going to happen. But I can't see it being what they said it was going to be, which is 10% at the 10% at the bottom of the top and then 25% and then 30% in the middle. I don't see how they're going to achieve that if they start changing people's skill ratings as well. They could do it comfortably if everyone's skill ratings stayed the same. Because they would just look at the math, the top end, the bottom end, and then come up with the numbers and then just make the skill rating brackets for each division. But yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. I, I do not understand how they're going to do it. I really don't. I'm at a loss. So your guess is as good as mine. 
Um, I'm just hoping but, that they can stick to that part where they say it will not affect your daily reward payouts. Yeah, I hope. I hope there's that exactly. There's that as well. I mean, they've made some. Ch- I mean, the. I mean, I'm. I'm still gutted about the defense change. So, so if someone hasn't set a defense, you'll automatically be given that score. Um, now, during that, I used that to my benefit on two occasions. I used that to my benefit on two occasions, um, and it worked on both occasions. Um, it was when I got um, I got matched up against somebody with the executor. Um, I got matched up with someone. Uh, I, I literally got matched up with someone with an executor, and I was playing for a three territory strategy. Um, so I was loading up in front of my fleet because I wasn't putting anything on defense in fleet. Nothing. I was putting nothing there at all because my opponent had a negotiator, and I wanted to keep every single one of my fleets in case I had to triple tap the damn thing, you know, and then double tap a negotiator. So I wanted all of my fleets available. Now I can't do that. So I can't well, use that strategy anymore. So do we so know? Do, do we know about the uh, when it comes to that? Because w- what's the exact wording here? The exact wording is: you, you as soon as the as soon as, as as soon as the offense starts, you will be awarded the max banners for any teams not set. So if someone does not, if someone misses a team. You're automatically going to get the seventy-five. Sorry, not the seventy-five. The sixty-nine. Is it? You're does that include in the back zone? Yeah, everywhere. That's every everywhere. That's everywhere. Defense. Have we yeah, clarified that? That no, that's what it's 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 an all-encompassing statement that was in the post. It's the whole thing. So if somebody does not set a back wall defense, you will automatically be attributed the score for that back wall. So no more being sneaky for those people that yeah i mean i did i never i didn't do it i I never did it with my ground forces i only did it with my fleet and i only did it when i knew i was going to be up against a a executor and that's simply because i knew i was going to be facing an executor and a negotiator and i needed every single ship i needed my i needed all my fleets just to stand a chance of taking them out because that was like i said i would leave the bottom two territories for them so that they could take out two territories. And my triple strat, my triple territory strategy was to take out the front two, just save enough squads to take out the front two and take out the fleet. That's why I saved all of my ships and didn't put any on defense so that I could play a three territory strategy. And it worked for me twice. So I'm a little bit gutted that they've, um, that they've, uh, that they've changed that because now you will have to put something if you don't want your opponent to know that you've gone, you know, weak on the back, which is what I did on those two occasions. I'm, perfectly I'm not, I, I, I'm looking, I cannot find the exact, uh, I can't find the exact po- po- post right now. But I'm thinking that if, because the initial problem was that you didn't get anything unless you cleared that sector. I think that it's if you get to that sector. So if you do go full wall on the front and leave the back open, mm-hmm. they're, I don't think that they're getting them. I don't think that they're getting the points. 
unless they crack open into that and then it instantly gives them that because they saw the sector there were missing teams and then the points are given to you well i mean no i mean it says it here look unfilled defenses should count as victories for the attacker at the end of the round in order to prevent banner denial via all or nothing defenses that's it empty defense slots will immediately award score when the attack phase starts thank you mm -hmm. wolf thank you guys it I mean, so you, if, I'm if you half have, tempted to go ahead and because I usually put down a, a Karth squad, I, I you know, I'm willing to go ahead and leave leave one open for science sake next week for the first round. Mm -hmm. We could test yeah, it no, if no, you'd I mean, like. Yeah, no, I mean, I just yeah. There's this just uh, at the moment. There's just so many tweaks, and I I get it. You know, I mean, w when they announced this, I knew that there were going to be issues, and there were going to be bugs, and there were going to be problems aplenty. Um, I, I I just it it it's a bit. It just feels janky to me how they're fixing things. You know, something that I mean, and I get it. It wasn't intended. You know, um, it wasn't. It wasn't malicious. Yeah, it wasn't it was maliciously intended. It was an unintended consequence of the way that they implemented the new GAC mode. Um, but I thought from a strategic and a tactical point of view, it, it was it was a brilliant thing to have. It was a great thing to have, especially, especially since I didn't have an executor and I was constantly fighting. You know, I was up against people with the executor. So, you know, they don't know that I've not put a ship defense down. I do. And it allowed, you know, like I said, it would allow me to go into that fleet node with every single one of my fleet, both my get twos, my imperial, my empire, empire team, my bounty hunters, you know, um, my rebels, and then you know, first order and resistance as cleanup. But it gave me really, really solid options, and I felt confident, knowing full well that I had what it took to be able to clear those fleet nodes and win with three territories because I held my opponent with um you know i held my opponent with um with two and here's the thing they never got to my fleet anyway so the strategy as far as i was concerned paid off i oh. could use the same strategy again but at the start of battle they're going to be awarded the territory and maximum banners for two fleets not being there so john karsher um just said last grand arena championship my slacker lost against qui-gon jinn omicron I should be refunded for my loss. That's... No, because they made the they made the changes afterwards. They made the changes because that was happening. They've made the changes to Qui Gon Jim's nom nom because that happened, because things like that were happening. My 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 Qui Gon Jim nom nom did the exact same thing to a slacker. Did the exact same thing to a slacker. So I know that it was capable of taking out a slacker. Um, uh, you know, that's the reason why I put it on. <laughs> I was I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I didn't take it in against a full strength slacker. I took it in against slacker with, um, oh God, there was two other first order there. You know, I had a nightmare first, but I knew that taking the Qui-Gon Jinn in with the Nom Nom was going to finish off the slacker and the other two first order. So, you know, I was like, yeah, I, I put it in and hit auto, it won. <laughs> so, but um um 
but yeah, um, I, I and, and like I said, I 100% understand from the post that is not how it was intended. It was an unintended consequence of the uh, the implementation of GAC, and I get that. Um, I just think that sometimes these mistakes that they make, they leave. They've left mistakes in the game before. That the the, the Utini bomb. When when we when we discovered the Utini bomb, everybody was like, "Oh, that's getting nerfed," and they were like, "You know what? Sod it." We'll because it we in. find it funny. We'll leave it in, and then then they made the mistake with uh, the Gear Twelve for a, a non seven star Hux, and they're like, "You know what? We'll just leave it in. We'll leave it in." Yeah, so they've made mistakes with the implementation of changes to the game before and left those mistakes in because it makes for a more interesting game. I think that not knowing because there's no score and not knowing what your opponent has done on defense, it, it, it puts more strategy. It, it, gives, it gives more strategic and tactical options to the person. And like I said, I used it to very, very good effect against people that had the executor when I did. All right. Well, I, I think this has been a very good duologue. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Let's continue with one of the most fun guests that we've had um, recently. We're going to talk to Fatal, also known as The Playbook, coming up after this break right here on the Escape Podcast. HotBot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking box, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. Kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Thad and the Escape Podcast 
for kids. Today we are going to talk about Aiden Versio and where in the canon her kit actually comes from. Aiden Versio is a human female soldier who served in the Galactic Empire after the fall of the Republic. A skilled TIE fighter pilot, Aiden became the leader of an elite group of special force commandos known as Inferno Squad. Serving under the command of her father, Admiral Garrick Versio, her squad was tasked to hunt down the rebel cell known as the Dreamers. You may know them as Saw Gerrera's Partisans, or Saw Gerrera's BFFs, or Saw Gerrera's Slumber Party Friends. But unlike other rebels, the Dreamers were known for their excessive use of force, against Imperial targets and their lack of regard for the life of bystanders. Along with her other commandos, Gideon Hask, Del Miko, and Sane Marana, Aiden would infiltrate the group and bring them down from the inside. She and her squad would later be sent to Endor to witness the fall of the second Death Star firsthand. This made her a ripe candidate to participate in Emperor Palpatine's last command, Operation Cinder. But like many Imperials during the time, the carnage of Cinder proved to be too much for her and she defected to the Rebel Alliance when her homeworld was the target of destruction. Now, Aiden's story continues, but for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, that's where her story ends, at least for now. It seems like there might be more on the way, but that's speculation for another day. For now, let's take a look at how her story in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and how her kit actually fits into canon. As always, let's start off with her tags. She's an attacking, dark side, imperial trooper who works for the Empire. The devs label her as a tenacious Empire attacker who expertly takes out foes while supporting her squad. And this is incredibly true, right up until the moment she defected to the Rebel Alliance. She was always keeping her people safe and protected from the Rebel Alliance. Like any good leader, she was aware of the abilities of her people and put them in the right place at the right time, regardless of when she was on the Rebels or the Imperials. Now, her basic ability, let's, let's just face it. This is something that I'm pretty sure every combat leader says to their troops at one point or another. Now in their case, that command is usually followed by like an all fire and chaos and death and destruction. But in Aiden's case, it's just a rallying cry for her to do more damage, which I mean, she hits two more times, which that's a lot more damage. Her first special ability is a command she would give to her men while they were fighting in just a general combat scenario. While this healing immunity stun ability is going to be effective against most teams, it is irresistible when fired against rebels, which I mean is just to say that they can't resist it. Iden's second special ability is a direct call to the moment when the second Death Star blew up. While on the forest mood of Endor, she and her crew looked up at the exact moment the Death Star burst into stardust. See, see what I did there? Instead of waiting, dwelling on the blow the Empire was just dealt, she rallies her troops, focuses their minds on a new target, and gets them to move on. This is a really powerful moment for her as a leader, and it seems like a really cool ability. Now, her leadership ability is so definitively her. 
as an elite commando, she doesn't need the assistance of another leader on the battlefield. After all, too many cooks in the space kitchen ruins the space French toast. I'm pretty sure that's a saying somewhere, probably like Alderaan. Oh, wait, too soon? But this is less of her trying to prove herself a good leader and more about her being aware that good leadership is in short supply. She's confident in her skill and those who are under her command are as well. And as the missions move forward, that confidence in her grows. Finally, we have her unique ability. While I'm sure that this was something that she said somewhere during the eight hours of Battlefront 2 gameplay, to me, what this really represents is her willingness to get the job done. A good leader is someone who starts the day long before anyone else gets up and leaves long after everyone else has already gone to bed. <laughs> That's why I would be a terrible leader. At best, I'm an enthusiastic follower, but this isn't about me. This is about Aiden, and she is a phenomenal Imperial leader. Now, that's all for me this week. Tune in next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Podcastaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy Offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Podcast. Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Attention. Attention. We are receiving an incoming transmission. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's incoming transmission time. So, Paul, introduce our guest for this week's incoming transmission. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know this person as the playbook. Or maybe you know them as Fatal. Or maybe that really weird bearded guy that you always see on being, you know, used on different podcasts as a as a consultant. <laughs> Regardless, they are one of the very, very best mod minds in this game. Uh, as as it says below, it could take him two hours to figure out the perfect mods for a character. That is not a joke, and we will gladly 
sit there with him trying to figure it out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, Fatal, the playbook. How are you, Fatal? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Neil, uh, well, really quick, Fatal, I, I, I'll ask these questions. Tell us your account size, for those who didn't see the original interview, tell us your account sure. size. Do you spend on the game? Um, are you free to play however the hell you want? Um, and then also, uh, how long you've been playing? Uh, I'm free to play since the last time that I spent money. No, uh, <laughs> dumb joke. 8.4 mil, definitely spending uh, pretty heavily these days, ever since I started trying to do testing streams. Uh, that was all good and fun before CG decided they, they were going to release, what, four marquee characters in a month? That, <laughs> that might be over <laughs> soon. CG called my bluff. is like, oh, you really want to do this? Oh, okay. Okay. See you. Uh, no, it's... To be they fair, were... they told us that they were going to release four characters. They did. But still, it was a lot more fun when it was just like one every three months. It's like, oh, I think I can fit this in. It's like, hmm, maybe not. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I'm 8.4, I guess the pitcher angle for my account right now is I'm focused on competing at the top of GA, so it's a lot of 8.4 versus like 10.3 to 10.6 accounts if you're into that sort of thing. Okay, I, so, so you're, you're 8.4 million, I mean, seriously, what are you <laughs> lacking there? You know, what, what have you been neglecting? Why, do, why isn't everything gear 13? Uh, Oh, things have changed these days. It's no longer why isn't everything gear 13. It's why isn't everything relic seven. I, I have seen those accounts. I have fought those accounts. It, like I swear to God, everything was relic seven in the game except for it was like Fennec Shands. They randomly left at like five star gear eleven. It's like, oh, she's not she's the one who's not doing it for you. Like something about her, you're just like, eh, yeah. Maybe later. Like Cup, Relic Seven, right? Like all those characters. And then Fennec is like, nah. I draw the line there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just I've always approached the game from the point of, you know, whatever it's going to take to compete is what I'm willing to do, but also, you know, trying to operate on a budget. In terms of what I'm missing at this point, like I've, I've said for ages that like at some point, I really don't think GP matters. I've been playing underdog matchups for pretty much the entire time that I've played this game. If you consider like GP gap to be an underdog thing, uh, I... I kind of don't, but where it can start to matter in this new GAC system is people are playing defense now, right? The the banner, offense banners doesn't matter nearly as much. People are willing to get messy with you. And when you get messy, suddenly all those characters that you didn't think about, that you were perfectly content to ignore, there's a lot of extra teams that they can field against you. You know, filler Jedi will do pretty decently if they've got, you know, a leftover Basla with a Relic 7 Ezra beating up in your stuff that's like on a cooldown preload and the way that i run my strats like you mean just team kind of general right you don't have a whole lot of leftover runway like if i drop one battle or two i'm sweating all right if i drop yeah. one battle i'm sweating if i drop two it's like all right clear or full clears out of the question just <laughs> what we got you know how far can we make it so so i i don't want you to give away your whole strategy but with an account like that what are you thinking about putting on defense and then after that neil he he's all yours the, 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 he speaks your language better than mine sure so i don't really mind saying it, it's just because i've been streaming it out most of the season you know you take one look at dot gg it's gonna be pretty obvious this entire season i have done four gl 
on defense, the the core four, I would call it, you know, not JML, not Seth Eternal Emperor, everyone else's fair game. Gas, ELS, DR, the core three, you know, whatever. Not necessarily always the case anymore, but still kind of like the high and triple B teams. And then pure speed teams for C teams of your Dash, Rendar, your Bam, Mon Mothma, all that sort of goodness. I, I want to say I'm like one of the heaviest defenses in the game, or at least, you know, I think that there are some people who dip into five GL and that type of thing. I'm doing this with the plan of I can still pretty reliably one-shot people. How many goats have you sacrificed while while doing these mods? Uh, With the power of hot utils. No. <laughs> uh, hot utils honestly has kind of made things a little bit easier. Back in the day when I was doing manual mods, then I say back in the day is like, three months ago or whatever it was <laughs> uh back in my day no um how do you tells is but you're you know, getting these roles you are getting the oh. these unbelievable roles i've noticed have you have you been keeping track of his of his the number no. of 25 speed mods this guy has no no i haven't but it's probably a disgusting number it is it will make me want to cry and i introduce you to an account named hawkeyes are you familiar with his wares? No, I'm not. Familiar. The thing is, um, you, you're in a different league. <laughs> you know, you're you're in a whole different level. So, I mean, my, my, I mean, my my alt is only seven point two million. My main is six point two. You're over eight million. So those, those, you know, you're you're one of the elites. You know, to, to pull um, a quote from Qui Gon, there's always a bigger fish. And always, uh... exact, yes. <laughs> you know, speaking of um, elite. That, you're, you're like you're like the people that wear the sunglasses in in free guy you know you're the special people that you know and nobody you know talks you you can go around and do what the hell you want because you've got the big accounts and you can just crush everybody else and you know we're, we're we're just the the npcs strolling by trying not to get wiped out by you guys so neil speak, speaking of his elite status he's in the power eight Yes, yes, he is. So, uh, yeah, uh, the playbook is one of the uh, uh, one of the uh, the group of eight. There was well, it, I say I say it was like the group of eight. There was two and a half groups of eight. So there were two and a half groups left at the end of the season for the final week, going into that final week that were undefeated. Um, and uh, the uh, the playbook uh, basically did um, enough to finish in what will effectively be providing the shrinking and the squishing doesn't do anything. It's cold outside. In, okay. <laughs> he is going to be in that monster group in the first week of um, uh, the first week of uh, the, uh, the next month, week five, it's going to be, it must watch TV. Um, I, I it's just going to be so many people, um, uh, so many people watching. But uh, yeah, um, so why don't you take us through? Because that that hands down must have been the hardest week of GAC you've ever done, ever. Surely, it was almost like a two week marathon. I, in some ways, I, some of my hardest fights were actually in the third week as well. Uh, I fought Cop Patrol in week three and the Cop Patrol account that I fought, we were tied in 25s, but they're 20 plus, 15 plus, 10 plus, more than double what I had. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> there's always a bigger fish. Uh, and then there's Hawkeyes who just has you, you, over you 125 been, plus. You must have been putting um, a, a lot more time 
into the uh, the scouting. You must have been putting a lot more time into the uh, scouting, knowing exactly what your opponent does. Um, you know what what type of defenses they play, what type of offenses they play, the squads that they have trouble on. You you must have had. I mean, I do everything. I have a green notebook. I, I I write. I'm old school. I like to write things down. So before I even start my offense on my main account, I have notes of every single team that they've they're they're likely to put on defense. I then write out next to it what they actually put on defense and how that's going to, you know, change. You, you must have been doing, um, you must have been putting in at what, an, at least a couple of hours for each round? Uh, yeah, usually I would say about two to three. I It will be interesting to see how GAC lasts as a long-term mode because I know I've seen other players saying already that like, I don't know if burnout is the word, but like it's a lot of time and effort to compete at the very top. And I, I would there's I a life to live out there. I wouldn't call it burnout. Um, I'm 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 coining the term now GAC fatigue. Yeah, or because um, because 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 th- there is go- th- there are going to be times where people just think, you know what, sod it, I'm taking the week off. I have GAC fatigue. I'm taking the week off. Can I get whereas, all of them at one, in one bracket, please, for me? Yeah. But <laughs> where, whereas somebody that burns out just wants to drop it all together, and that's why I, I think there's a there's a there's a difference. Sometimes people will just naturally think, you know what? I'm in Kyber One, um, and my skill rating is 300 skill rating points away from the bracket to drop me into Kyber Two. I can afford to take the week off and take the one and two because here's the thing if you do take a week off it's not a no and three it gets classed as a one and two and even then the system is kind of built to work with it right of like if you just decide like whatever i don't feel like scouting anymore i'm just gonna phone it in you know i'll run what i got and we'll make that work you're gonna normalize that a 50 win rate somewhere along the line you know i guess the concern like you said would be you know if you maybe drop out of kyber one you start to lose rewards but if the system works as intended, the intent is everyone is supposed to be landing at a 50% win rate anyway, right? Whether you do that top of the leaderboard, bottom of Kyber one, it doesn't really matter. Like, right. As long as you're holding that rank, the rewards will end up the same regardless. So yeah, this whole leaderboard hunt craze interest is more just a, like if you're a competitive person or for personal pride or whatever, it's not really mandatory. And I guess, you know, if you do stay positive win rate, you will get more crystals like that helps. But, you know, I've talked to a lot of people and the rewards are going to be the same eventually, right? Whether you're going full sweaty, taking notes or, you know, just playing GAC so for fun, you right? you don't get the participation. Um, you don't get the participation crystals. You don't get the end of the week crystals. And they're pretty sizable. Oh, they yeah. They are pretty sizable, especially in the Kyber divisions. So taking that one and two, but not getting your participation trophies, that still still is a little damning to your crystal income. Yeah, you will, you will still need to hold GAC, or you will still need to do yeah. some GAC. Yeah, you'd still need to do some GAC, and 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 it's only really going to hurt people who are free to play. I don't crystal see the income loss isn't going to hit. It's not going to hit some. It's not going to hit a whale or a kraken in the pocket as much because I mean, they'll just buy a chest. If you're fatigued, hold just cheese. Hold your options. 
you, you don't need yeah. to scout if you're holding most of the options anyway, right? Like just and and here's the thing: it it makes for interesting viewing at the top. One of the things that we're hoping to do on GA Center um, for next month and moving on is we're we're also going to do a top ten in oh. the world. In the world. In the world. So we'll show how obviously how content creators match up against each other. Um, but then we'll also do, well, you know, this isn't just, this is everybody in the world, you know? And yeah. um, uh, the, 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 there's only two, um, two content creators, um, two content creators in the top 10 in the world. And that's you and Arnold at the moment. Yep. There might be a I mean, Don't get me wrong. There, there, there are other predominant members of the community in there. Of course. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, people that are there in chat for streams all the time. I'm just talking specifically about people that stream their GACs. To have two um, content creators in the top 10, it warms the cockles of my heart. It really, really does. Because ultimately, you and Arnold are always going to be at a slight, tiny disadvantage to the other eight people in that top 10 because they keep their playing options close to their chest. They're not broadcasting it to the world, you know. Someone facing you can go back over your previous streams. Someone facing Arnold can go back over their previous streams and it'd be like, ah, right, okay. So you don't like Nest, Arnold. Right, I, I see, I see. So I'm oh, gonna, Zareth you know, doesn't like L3. <laughs> Zareth, you know, and, and so, so when you're a content creator and you're streaming and posting your GACs, there is that tiny, tiny little disadvantage. But you beat those odds and you made it into the top 10 global. Yeah, actually, I'm... To that end, it kind of hit me for the first time. The person that I ended up dropping a match to, B. Milla, they told me that, like, they, that's exactly what they did. They went back through all the VODs. They studied my strategy. And, like, I mean, hey, for whatever it's worth, I only lost that match because Starkiller, the only time this entire season where Starkiller could not close out a Ray match. I, <laughs> I took a bet on Plo Koon. It went well once. It did not go well twice. And that was a 20-point different loss. And that was with uh, two drop matches. I was like, you know... You know how one loss can cascade into other issues. Oh yeah, like like there there have been times when I I'm up against four GLs. You know I've got three, so I try to take out one and see if I maybe can break the top rank so I can get to ships where I excel. And I drop the match and I'm going. I ain't touching it because he's already full cleared me. Screw this. Yeah, we, I'm going him. We've we've all we've all gone we you know, we've all gone on tilt before. Some people more than others. I mean, I I have seen I I've seen no 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 the the the, the, the <laughs> biggest the biggest tilt I ever saw on stream was Dylar. Uh, you know, God rest his um, content creating soul. Um, but yeah, no. Um, uh, he 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 went in. Um, he went in against a Bam team with uh, uh, L three and Vandor in it. And he could not get past it. And he went on tilt and lost it so bad that he was like, he, he just lost it. He, he's like, right, that's it. This isn't going on YouTube. I'm cutting the stream. Goodbye, everybody. I'm done. I've, he just lost it. He just went on tilt and he completely lost it. And then when he came back the next round, it's like, that was pretty interesting. So we've all been on tilt. We've all been there and we've all gone on tilt before. Um, it's, it's how you dig yourself out of that tilt. Um, for the remainder of a month afterwards, because I, I, I would argue you can you can afford to go on tilt once in a week. That's it. If you go on tilt at the start of the week, you need to get a grip and finish two and one. Because if you don't, 
oh, it's going to hurt. And that wooden spoon is going to get slapped <laughs> in your face. Especially with how this new system works of like, yeah, it's very this, punishing this, in a yes. way. With the new like, oh, you lost to someone that you weren't supposed to lose to. I know. That, 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 dude, that, dude, that happened to me all this month. I went eight and four. Mm-hmm. Um, and three of those losses were against single GL opponents. So there, there I am beating, oh, yeah, oh, guy with two GLs, win. Guy with three GLs, win. Guy with two, win. And then I come up against someone with one GL, and it's like, okay, what the hell went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> How in the hell did it? Because, that, that, you know, that, that, happened in my, that happened in my second week. That happened in my second week. So I lost the first round to someone with one GL, and then I beat two double GL guys. And I, I'm looking back at that first round thing. How the hell did I lose that? How could, how did I, because I'd only cleared one territory. And it's like, I'm looking at this guy's defenses and I'm, how did I lose to a night sister and a geo with a DD? Yeah, it was the geo DDK yeah. and a night sister team. That was gear 11, but it was so fast. It just, it chewed up my geos and spat them out. And I, I have, I've never turned back from using my Imperial Troopers on Night Sisters since that loss. I'm like, that's it. Geos on Night Sisters are done. Forget about it. It's never happening again. I will 65 with my Imperial Troopers for the rest of eternity. So, you know, you g- going on tilt. You learn some things. <laughs> nah, and that was one of that was I, that was it. I, I, it was the only time I could afford to afford to go on tilt. I had to pull it out of the because I'm thinking, oh crap, I've lost to the only one other one GL person. Everybody else has got twos in my group. I'm screwed. Um, but yeah. So uh, so and anyway, on to the squishiness. Yeah. Well, what and do you think after is... the squishiness, we do have to wrap up because yep. okay. we're we're getting near so, the top of the hour. So what 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 are your uh, what are your concerns with the because uh, obviously the, the 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 post basically says that everyone's individual skill rating is going to be tweaked. So what what concerns do you have? What, what how do you think this is going to play out? So for purely selfish reasons, I am concerned that there will be a flattening again with the caveat that I think there is a bright side to it. You know, this first four weeks, I think has a, at least based on how we thought the system was going to work, the first four weeks basically operated like a tournament and people were treating like a tournament. You know, there were Reddit posts and tracking brackets and, you know, uh, who was going to make it? There's 20 people remaining, uh, and on some level, I was actually kind of sad to see this first season end because, you know, if the expectation is that this is just a continuous ladder, there wasn't going to be some squishing. That was just that just was going to be over, right? The, yeah. People would settle, and then you would just have you know this rotation of usual people. You would see people climb, people fall. The system would just keep on operating on its own. The squishing feels like an answer to a question that I had in the back of my mind the whole time, which is like. People are going 12 and 0, 11 and 1 right now, right? And Kyber 1 is already pretty big, I want to say, in terms of like score diversity, account diversity. Let's yeah, it's like, got more, it's got more than 10% of Kyber in it, put it that way. Let's say <laughs> true. Uh, let's say Hawkeyes, or I mean honestly, Hawkeyes should be favorite to lock down number one forever if he plays his cards right. Let's say Hawkeyes just camps number one. And just keeps on going. And then maybe like some other people are able to hold like maybe 75% win rate. Right? The, the system is designed for people who will 
with the expectation that people will go 50%, but what if they don't? All right. What if you're able to hold uh, seven and five, eight and four, and your score just keeps on going up over time? I went five and seven. I lost 37 banners skill uh, skill rating differential for the entire season. Only 37. Right. That gap is only going to continue changing, right? Depending on how the system works. So the idea of a reset kind of answers that question, right? Of like, you know, if you were some aspiring new player and you looked at the leaderboard and you know, the, the system was allowed to keep expanding. Like, holy crap, Hawkeyes is 6,000. How am I supposed to catch up to that? I guess this is the angle on that. The question to me is, is relative ranking going to be maintained? Because new Grand Arena, we went through like the tournament arc. We're about to go through this other arc where it's like, everyone's just here now, right? All, all the names you recognize are going to be battling each other nonstop versus you know when if this does happen to be a reset i i don't know if anyone knows right now i tried to get word out of dojo i, I uh, did server. too uh, we're, <laughs> we're currently awaiting comment yeah we try to fight trying. that fight then <laughs> uh you know it could just be everyone loses the same number of points in which case nothing like who cares right nothing really changes or They're take just... anything that uh, let's say you have somebody with a skill rating of oh i don't know three 3501 and there's nobody with 3500 but there is somebody with 3499 just take out you know lower that person by one you know get a numerical ladder right so the idea of a flattening is what i would hope to avoid but i mean like if it's a flattening then we'll end up in kind of like a tournament or you know maybe what what was the starting number was it like what was the max reported number in GAC when everyone GACM when everyone started? Was it thirty-eight ten? I want to say. I think thirty-eight yeah, ten. Yeah, I'm going to double the top check. End, top end, top end of Kyber one started on thirty-eight ten. Yeah, thirty-eight yeah, ten. So yep. I don't think that we would see everyone return to that, but maybe instead it returns to like miniature versions of that. So like maybe like mini tournaments would crop up among various brackets. Unfortunately, this is kind of just like a wait and see thing, right? We, we won't know well, until we know. Uh, ultimately, that's what we're going to have to do. We are going to have to wait and see, but we will all be watching it with bated breath to see exactly what happens in that first week. The, these top two brackets, if if the ordering is preserved, these top two, I'll see even top three. Like I think Blade and Solo might be in the same bracket as well. There's going to be some sparks flying for sure if things can be maintained. And if not, honestly, there should still be good fights. Yeah, you Hopefully, ended... Yeah. You ended with a final skill rating of 4182. And I just want to say congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Hope, hoping for higher, but we'll see. <laughs> so any final questions, Neil, before we uh before we get no. jiggy with Jigabachi after the break? No, 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 Ooh. let's get jiggy with Jigabachi. All right. Before that, playbook, how do people find you real quick? YouTube.com slash the playbook, uh twitch.tv slash playbook TV. It's a new URL. Uh <laughs> I, I have told myself this will be the last change, so don't, don't worry about that anymore. Yes. Everything else is taken anyway. I, I'm glad that the PA book is no longer <laughs> is no longer. I, I had managed to forget about that until you reminded me. <laughs> that's what I originally put in, and I went, "That's not right." <laughs> it wasn't right when I put it in either, but hey, I, I made the choices that I made. All right, guys, getting jiggy with Jigabachi right after these messages and the. This month's episode of Dickie and the Noob right here on the Escape Podcast.
Hot Bot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with additional features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, After Show Access, Inclusion in the GA Center Leaderboards, Behind the Scenes Access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash the escape pod and sign up today thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast last month on the season finale of heli and the noob frustrated with his partner's rampage newbie throws hellenics over a barricade and down a shaft effectively ending their partnership alone confused newbie turned to retail therapy for answers this is where he encountered the bounty hunter dickie darkseid who is about to embark on a journey to find the elusive pirate Hondo Anaka. Clearly on the rebound, Noob accepted to join him on this mission, and now we give you this series premiere of Dickie and the Noob. Hey Noob, great news, I've got a lead. Oh thank god, this is taking forever. Noob, it's been three days. Do I need to get Yarmo in here to deal with your emotional regulators again? No, no, I'm fine. So, where are we headed? A place called the Island of Misfit Characters. It's a place where characters who probably should be in the game are sent to wait for their turn. Seriously? They all just hang around on an island? That sounds weird, even for misfits. Yeah, I hear it's a pretty weird place where people can go a little crazy. Uh, they've been abandoned by Lucasfilm, by CG. They've been left to fend for themselves for relevancy. Uh, but my informant says they developed their own strange little society with lots of weird rules, so please be on your best behavior. We really don't know what can set them off. I am a model of composure, I promise. Alright, we'll be approaching soon. Get ready. Well, this place isn't what I was expecting. For some reason, I expected a frozen wonderland. Just be on alert, newbie. Being stranded can have weird effect on people. Okay, so this guy is certainly affected. Let me handle this. Uh... Hello, Mr. Binks. I'm Dickie, and this is Newbie. Hey, Marie. Happy to meet you. Uh, I understand and this is uh, <coughs> I understand this is an island where characters wait to be put into the game. Is that right? Oh, my, my, I love yours. Mr. Yus humble servant. Uh, Mr. Binks, have you heard of a pirate by the name of Hondo Onaka? No, not really, no. no. I'm sorry, are you mumbling <laughs> no because you don't know him or because you're afraid? It kind of sounds a little bit like you're afraid. And... 
Miss, I just loves love. Um, congrats. Is there someone congrats. here we can speak to, like a leader or something? Miss, I show you. Come on, Miss, I show you. Don't suspect the worm welcome. Um, this feels kind of weird. I'm sure it'll be fine. Just remember, these guys aren't used to visitors. This is new to them. I'm sure whoever is in charge will make more sense. Oh, I've heard of this guy. His name is Jabba the Hutt. He used to be a king in the underground. I'm sure he knows Hondo. <laughs> Greetings, Mr. Uh, the Hutt. We have come here in search of Hondo Onaka. Uh, do you have a translator? I don't really speak Hutt or Hutties, whatever you call your beautiful language. Hey, I'm sorry. I've learned to speak a little Hutties since I've been here. I can help out. He says, if you find that expletive pirate, bring him to me and tell him he owes me money. There's a reward in it for you. Uh, sure. I'll be glad to help. Do you have any leads? He says, the last person on the island to see him is the old man in the cave. Come, I'll bring you there. Thanks! I really appreciate the help, by the My way. My pleasure. It's nice to see new faces around here. It seems like the flow of new people kind of slowed down. Yeah, well, you can blame Disney for that. They seem to only want to make Marvel movies these days, whatever those are. Have you been here a long time? A few years. I thought I was getting off for a second. <laughs> Lord knows the Resistance fleet needed reinforcement. But they gave me the NPC treatment. Can you believe that? They replaced me with an AI? I'll have you know. AIs are just as valuable as organics. You meatbags are so arrogant. Hmm. Meatbag. Meatbags. Damn it! This isn't coming out like it's supposed to. Hmm. Your droid seems kind of glitchy. He's been through some changes recently. He's just adapting. Don't mind him. I can hear you. So, what can you tell us about this old man? Not much. He just sits in his cave and mutters something about how he should have seen it coming. Hey, uh, I'm Dickie. This is Noob. We were told you may have some info about the location of Hondo Onaka. The droid we seek is aboard the Millennium Falcon. In the hands of your father. Uh, Hondo isn't a droid. He's a pirate. Wears goggles, spiky head, and my dad sells used speeders on Coruscant. I assure you he has nothing to do with this. If what you say about this girl is true... Bring her to me. This guy is wackier than the first one. Like, full-on cuckoo clock with rusted batteries. Such spunk. My worthy apprentice. Son of darkness. Uh, where there was conflict, I now sense resolve. Where there was weakness, strength. Uh, Dickie, can we get out of here? I'm feeling kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I think this is going nowhere. Let's go. Do you think he was reading my mind? Is there still darkness inside of me? Look, noob, I know you've been through a lot. If you want, we can go back to the ship and I'll have Yarma wipe what happened out of your memory banks. No, I don't want him playing with my memories. Strange things can happen when you try to force people to forget things. We could open doors we're not prepared to deal with. We'll discuss this on board. Uh, Zori, thank you for your assistance, but I don't think we'll find the info we're looking for here. Hopefully, uh, someday you can get off this island. Thanks. Look, I know Hondo escaped, and he wasn't here very long. What I do know about him is that he's going to be running in sketchy circles. Here's the coordinates for a spot where anyone looking for trouble will eventually wind up. The guy who runs security there has seen it all. If anyone can help you, it's him. Thanks, hope you managed to stay sane out there. Yeah, there's no Wi-Fi here, but somehow I get transmissions from the bounty honeys. That keeps me from going mad like the rest of them.
Tune in to the next episode of the Dickie and the Noob to find out what hive of scum and villainy our heroes have been sent to. And now, it's time for Getting Jigabachi With It on the Escape Pod cast. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get jiggy with Jigabachi. You know it. Oh, hello, Mr. Jigabachi. How are you today? Doing good. How about you, dude? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm doing very, very well. So, how, what's how, been the yeah. week? How's Mr. your week Gigabachi? been? <laughs> How's the week been for Mr. Jigabachi? This has been a crazy week because I don't even know where to start with this. Because at the beginning of the week, we were ending the last GAC season and you get to kind of look at your last bit of like how you actually did. And then I got to analyze self-analyze is that a thing for us (laughs) flaky dudes that don't really pay attention like actually go how did i actually do how did i feel like i should do and am i better or worse and then the part after that we got iden verso and i red boxed and i'm like dude this is overwhelming i just gotta i gotta take a break (laughs) i need to sit back not do anything for a day or so what was it refreshing though it's it's the week off. You're allowed to take the week off in the week off. You do content creators get to do that? Yeah, I do it all the time. I mean, oh, I sure, do. I have a great. Friday show, but you know, I I mean, I'll I'll during a GAC week, yeah, sure, I'll do my three GAC streams, um, and I you know, but I won't stream anything else. I, sh- I mean, I'll go and bother the crap out of Ranger on the RSG stream. But I won't. I won't fire up. You know, I won't fire up OBS and think. You know what? I I, I really, really, I re- I should stream that. It's like, no, it's the week off. I'm having the week off. I do two don't, shows a week. You don't have your vanity points that you need. Someone must view my face. Someone Hear must my see voice. my face. Uh, no, no. I, I, I'm like you. I d- during the week off when it's the GAC week off. I like to take that week off as well. Um, By the way, I, I enjoy taking it off. By the way, there were numerous posts about people's inability to spin Iden Verso, and yes, you can. And if the only thing I did this week of value was prove that you can do it, that's the only thing I did. I about. can't. I'm on iOS. What are you? What Do, are you on? How are you spinning her? I am spinning her on both iOS and on BlueStacks, and I posted a video in the i don't know i think i put it in i put it in the gac center in one of the channels showing me spinning iden verso i'm gonna i'm gonna test that theory right now i have accomplished it it takes (laughs) it takes a light touch a light touch oh so so it's like she she just you got a stroker go for the eyebrows that's go the for the key. eyebrows okay it's okay the, it's the okay. eyebrows that induce the spinning okay eyebrows i because uh, uh, you know oh, there she is it, try spinning that. it's a neat trick i love no, it's, that i it's have not tests. working i can't I, yeah I, I i can't is spin it, her either are you touching the eyebrows and pulling I am, lightly I'm touching by the, the eyebrows. eyebrows and it's a light touch and she's not spin oh 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 she 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 moved. I got her she a moved. little bit. That's that's not. F- I oh oh no. I got. She moved. She moved. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Like see, I got her back. <laughs> you can see her back. 
<laughs> and, on, okay. and on this and on this day by word of my sermon of how to spin Iden Verso, we are now moving to the hills of Cal uh, Southern California as a group to start the union. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> There's got to be some unused land in Northern California, surely. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of it. Anyway. As long as we could go to La Jolla Beach, Jig, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with I'm going good with to that, too. Yeah. Because that's where Anyways. I first ever saw Red Tide in my life. At night, middle of the night, just glowing waves. One of the most beautiful things. So I thought you were going to say something else, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Jigabachi. <laughs> so what is there anything that has grinded your gears this week? Before we get into um, Patreon's choice. Actually, yes. I went 10 and 2, and I did not expect that. I was convinced that I would end at Kyber. I thought I was going to go down from Kyber 3. I thought I was going to drop. And, you know, I thought I saw myself as being, what is it, rhodium? Rhodium under Kyber? Yeah. 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 I thought I was going to be a rhodium one Kyber four five. That's where I saw myself as a player. I was not expecting to promote into K one and go 10 and two and knowing that the last match I kind of intentionally threw because I wanted to try something so wildly ridiculous. I didn't think it was a good idea. It wasn't, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did not expect to end in Kyber one. So it's like, how this is going to turn out into the next week, I just don't. I week honestly five. don't. You're expecting something tough in week five, are you? Well, it's not that I'm expecting uh, the you, the the counterbalance has to come in, come back into play, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if I go ten and two, if the matchmaking works the way it's intended, then the adverse happens, and I go eight and <laughs> eight and, or two and eight, right? Is that how the scales work? If you view well, yourself I mean, in the, the middle the, of the you, field, the, the thing is, we we don't know, and and the, the we don't know because the squishing hasn't happened yet. So, so much we don't, you, here. Do, we, because we don't know what's going to happen. We're going to get shrinkage. It's cold outside. We will get that shrinkage. Yeah, there. You know, so we have no idea how our uh, our, our skill ratings are going to change. Therefore, you you can't work out. Who you're going to get matched? Against. You can't look at the oh, global table and oh, know who you're who going I to get, get matched, matched up with. I'm gonna. Uh, I I have been I have been anticipating getting matched with Calvin Awesome because we were so close in GP for so long. I mean, it's been so. I've been anticipating the matchup for so long. I don't even know if, what I would do if it would actually happen. Like, is that a joyful thing where I should be excited or I should I just go? You know what I mean? It's like, but it's just never happened. And then I'm like, wait a minute. It's because Kyber One is so big. And there are so many people that are playing the game that I don't know whether or not some of these matchups with the non super GP players are actually going to happen because I keep like, Oh my God, there's another player with three GLs and the same GP as me. And you know, terrible mods. And well, Calvin ended up in Kyber one with a skill rating of 3780. And I'm looking for you, Mr. Jigabachi here. I don't even know. I don't even look at it. I'm sorry. I know that's like the worst thing in a competitive environment, but I just don't. I got a 
Got to find where you're at. You ended up with a skill rating of 3585 in Kyber 1. So Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> it, it means that it means you you probably even even after the squishing, you're probably not going to get matched up against him. Yes. <laughs> you, you would you would have to you would have to win a lot and you would have to lose a lot in order for you to even get close. Uh, yeah. we, we have been tracking some people, like for example, Scribe went twelve and zero. All right, so he racked up a boatload of skill rating points, and Miss and uh, going nerdy lost a lot. He lost so much that he had a negative <laughs> skill rating. He, so, he lost one hundred and forty six points. So so. Going nerdy, there is a bigger, there is more chance of going nerdy facing Scribe than anybody else facing anybody else at the moment. That's awesome, dude. He's the king of the wooden spoon. And to be honest with you, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's sometimes no, no. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's, hell no. It's dude, fun, you know, fun. You, you carry that wooden spoon with a badge of honor. And here's the thing if Scribe were to face going nerdy, going nerdy can just like really bring on the shine it's like are you nervous scribe are you nervous about that you might lose to someone that gets has more wooden oh. spoons than hot dinners oh yeah <laughs> you could just oh, yeah. so play on that it's like are you worried are you worried that i'm gonna just like you know utini bomb something that i shouldn't be even doing but it's gonna work yeah so, yeah i'd love to see Whack, i'd love yeah. to see a match between scribe and going nerdy and they are close they are very very close but like I said, we're going to have to wait and see what happens after the squishing, aren't we? I didn't even know there was a swish. That the swish is it a swish? Squ squish. They they call squish. it squishing. The squishing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're making up words as long. We're, we're, we're making, making up words stuff. because they're making up the changes as they go along. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I'm cool. I'm hip. Right. I'm hip to it. Let's get into Patreon's choice. Here we go. Zaz has put in six questions. If you guys are uh, viewers of the live stream on Twitch, if you have the channel points, you can add a question to this as well uh, by using those channel points. Zaz, first question is, favorite chicken-based food? I would say wings. I, I love I love chicken wings. Chickabachi doesn't eat chicken, so... I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you, but you eat you eat not chicken though, don't you? What do you mean? Not chicken. I, I don't eat animals, dude. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's I'm it's, it's called it's 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 a it's a it's a um it's a a plant based alternative called not chicken. No, because I don't. I didn't become a vegetarian for like uh because Peter like knocked on my door and said for me to do so. I don't like the taste of it. So oh, I okay. So, yeah. so eating a plant-based like substitute so that like tasted it. like it, yeah. Would <laughs> okay, so you're exempt then, Jig. Now you're exempt. Exempt. It's just like you do Christmas last time and chicken this time. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I, I, I'll go with. I'll go with. I'll go with chicken bindaloo. All right. Huh. What okay. is the last movie that made you cry? Spider-Man: No Way Home for me. Um, Jaws. Was it because the shark died? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nev, what you got? That's a true answer. Um, I I did I did I, I I'll admit I choked up a bit um, when I watched Spider Man, No Way Home. Yeah. Oh, there, there were... I thought it was going to be Ghostbusters Afterlife for you because no, Harold Ramis. Well, no, scene. Ghostbusters. That Ghostbusters. Yes, I did. I cried at Ghostbusters Afterlife, but it wasn't the last movie I watched. 
Spider-Man oh. No Way Home was the last one I watched where I got choked up at various different scenes. If I hadn't watched that, I would have said Ghostbusters Afterlife. The question was specifically, what was the last movie? And that was the last movie that I choked right. up. I, I, I mean, I've watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, uh, I've watched Ghostbusters Afterlife um, twice now. And, and I, I choked up at the exact same spots I did before. I was like, oh, I'm not going to choke up at the end now. And it's like, the I didn't I I didn't choke. I loved Spider-Man. I thought that was a great movie. It didn't choke me up. I mean, it's what's choking me up is trying to make it through Eternals. Oh. No, no, <laughs> no. The, the, you know, you know where the amazing Spider-Man jumps off and saves so-and-so. Oh yeah. That made me cry. Because <laughs> he finally was able to do it. Because he yeah. was finally able to do it. It's yeah. like, oh, oh my god. I was like, oh my god, he's fucking he saved. I, all right. Was, before we get people mad at us for spoiling things, what's I'm your try, favorite? I'm not no, what's your favorite non-Star Wars book series? Easy for me. I do love Harry Potter. I'm not ashamed to say that. Neuromancer. I will go with the Jack Ryan novels by Tom Clancy. All right. Yeah, mine would mine would be Thomas Gibson's first three books, uh, uh, Neuromancer. Uh, should I forget the name of the other two? But those the, the the first three books that he wrote in the Neuromancer series are absolutely spectacular. All right. Do you yeah, agree? No, um, the 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 um the the in revert, you know, the the bear and the dragon, um, and executive orders, two two of the best back to back books I think I've like ever read. Just incredible books. Absolutely love them. Do you agree with the critics who say that the Holdo maneuver was the worst continuity error? Put into Star Wars. Um, no, no, I, I no, the, I think the, the, that the is the, 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 the teleporting solid objects across from you know, that. That was the worst one for me. You know, passing lightsabers to each other. Use yeah, no, that that was that was the that was the biggest biggest. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Holdo maneuver still bugged the crap out of me. But not not as much as the um, you know transferring things. Use it, yeah, just that 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 was just like this. This just no. no, just no, just no. I have I have a worse one. Go on, what's they that? Were build, they were building a really nice love relationship between Leia and Luke, and then they just decided to swoop and dupe and make them brother sister, and they didn't have to. That there you go. That's uh, that I was actually gonna say that <laughs> they didn't have to like they. I mean, even the music was like William said, he made that because it was supposed to be a love suite, and that's what he thought. And they just basically did a, a you know a line dance change, and you know you got a different partner on the line. And I I don't know if it still feels weird to me when I watch it. Like yeah, they set those two up to be together. I think. And uh, they just swoop and doop and change it. I mean, I would prefer Harrison Ford over Tom Hamill. No offense, but I mean, <laughs> Mark Hamill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. The, the scruffy looking I mean, nerf herder wins hands down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially in 1978. Are you kidding me? Wow. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right. Favorite type of chocolate. I like white chocolate. Cabri's caramel. Wow, you guys are really killing. There's going to be a day where there's going to be food questions which I can really legitimately answer. Um, dark, if any, but I don't eat chocolate at all very often. All right. 
When you're out and about, what is your headwear of choice? I love my Marlins hat. I I have a fitted Marlins cap. Um, beanie or beanie or baseball cap. I don't. None wear. of my, my rimmed hats would all just blow off in Illinois because it gets really windy over here. I don't wear hats because I have cool hair, but I have oodles and oodles of sunglasses. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Oodles so of that, them. That, I mean, that's you, headwear. It goes on your head. It doesn't go on the top of your head. Now, mind you, I have probably 10 pair that I wear on stream. I have another four pair in my car. I have Blade Runner ones and pink ones and you name it. Do you have yeah, Jory no, I'm LaForge exactly ones. the same with you as I, I'm the same, same, same with t-shirts that you are with sunglasses i have 48 star wars t-shirts uh, it's not possible for me to get them so i keep a pile of them next to me when i stream gac and just like you have a, a redeemable change glasses on your stream i have a changed t-shirt on mine you don't just change the t-shirt right there on stream and just show yeah yeah i just the... i yeah i i show everybody the man bod i'm I show everybody a man bod <laughs> I'm doing it. All right. Sephiranus asks, if you could bring a restaurant chain that is not currently in the United States to the States, what would it be and why? I don't know many restaurant chains outside of the U.S., <laughs> to be honest with you. So I would like to send a golden chick to England for, for, Neil's, uh, for Neil's family to enjoy. That's how I'm gonna answer that question. Um, I would. But um, Neil, you do have experience here. <laughs> yeah, I would go with I would go with um, Little Chef. So I would I would bring a Little Chef um, to the uh, the United States. It's it's like the Little Chef. It's like the motorway restaurant. So you be you know you're going down the highway, you pull off, and there's a restaurant that you go to. In the UK, it's we call it the motorway. Um, and every now and then you'll come across, you know, a little chef. Um, and the reason why I want to bring it here is because we shouldn't be the only ones who have to suffer little chefs. <laughs> they do the worst food. It is the worst value. It's awful. It's terrible. It's White Castle. Um, it's White Castle on steroids <laughs> because you have to sit down wait 45 minutes for them to bring the food to you and then when they bring it to you you're like why did it take you 45 minutes to give me microwave food because that's what it feels like you're getting and i just don't think that it's fair that the united kingdom is the only country in the world that has to put up with and tolerate uh, little chefs so i think little chefs should be brought over to the united states so that you could understand what um you know a piss poor portion of food is from a restaurant because i've been i've eaten out here and the size of your portions are ridiculous in comparison to what you get in the uk and it, it would look like a kid's meal to you okay that, let, that, that's let, what it would look like let me let me help you do uh explain that a little bit better neil for those who don't understand this go to cracker barrel done okay mr jigabachi what do you got I am I am hyper anti-chain. I don't eat at them. I don't go to them. So I would say no more chains. Um, one of the best things about living in a city is going to lots of different family restaurants. And 
they're all different and they're all unique. Some are good. Some aren't great, but you find the greatest people and some really, really great places from people that passionately make food rather than just follow an ingredients list in the kitchen. So I, I, to be honest with you, if we're talking about bringing something to States, I would want more family stuff. Like, Oh, so no I, I, I would bring, I would bring an independent to the U S it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rest. It's a very, it's a small family run restaurant in Taunton, Somerset called Harpoon Louis. And they do the most incredible food. They do the most incredible seafood. Uh, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. See, so, they do fish. the most incredible seafood. I, I, I fish. I do. I, I don't right. do uh, any land animals. All right, Jigabachi. Why don't you give a shout out to your favorite, you know, little place? Uh, my favorite place is a sushi restaurant here in the Central West End. Um, it's a sushi chef called Sushi Koi, and I've been following the chef of that that uh, that sushi restaurant for sixteen years. I met her when she was right out of chef school and I have literally been following her three different restaurants and watched her go from uh, backup chef to sushi chef to restaurant owner. And I have, I've been there on all of her openings. It's amazing. And what, what's, what's it called again? <laughs> it's called uh, sushi Koi in St. Louis. Okay. There you go. For me, mm-hmm. uh, it would be the, uh, Italian restaurant that I grew up on in Toledo, Ohio called Rosie's. If any of these places want to reach out to us, we would love to, uh, to, you know, yeah, your ad goes here. Yeah. Your ad goes here. Exactly. Your ad, your ad goes here. No, no. Your ad would go up here somewhere. (laughs) Go up there. Yeah. So there we go. I, it's not uncommon for me during stream sometimes for my wife to call me and say, Hey, we're doing Koi tonight. What do you want to go ahead and do? And I just pull the menu up on stream and just do it all right there on stream. <laughs> <laughs> so she already knows, you know, there we go. All right. We have a, another uh, question that came in via channel points from the llama. And it is, Uh-oh. if you could meet up with any other content creator in the community, who would it be? I'm going to start by saying, honestly, Llama, it would be you. Uh, but that we already have that with our friendship. So going beyond personal friendships, I honestly would love to meet up with Gambit Com- Gambit Podcast in person. Yeah, no, for, for me, it's been something that I've been, every now and then we've talked about it. Um, and it's the um, uh, it's the guys in Michigan, Galaxy of Beeros. Galaxy of Beeros, yes. Because uh, obviously I'm Illinois, and they're you know just up in that direct no that direction. Um, but obviously also Calvin Awesome is also in Michigan as well. So uh, yeah, that's something that I'd uh, I'd, lo- I'd love to do. And and we nearly did something as well, didn't we, Jiggy? Back we did. when the when the World Cup uh, back when the World Cup was on, but our uh, our just oh we just couldn't quite get there could we We yeah the logistics were all the logistics just didn't play out at the time but it would have been awesome to do a it would have been awesome to have had you here for the uh for the for the for the world cup final then i could have had somebody else to commiserate you know the loss i would have just uh, watched you you, i would have just sat there and watched you whine about it and just said wow they chased the ball around for a little while and somebody (laughs) scored yay it's so fun competition's fun 
mine's easy. And this is no other content creators can get mad when I say this because you don't get mad, but I want to lay my hands on the rock of Gibraltar. Oh, (laughs) he's a fellow cat dad and has the smoothest voice in this business. Although Kita's got a smooth voice too. I'm going to go with scribe. I, You're going to go I, with I, Princess, Princess Scribbles. Princess Scribbles and Scribe. I'm in, I'm in his streams in the morning because when I wake up, he's usually live and he leaves his voice chat open. And I usually pop in there and talk to him for a little while. But I mean, this has been going on for well over a year now. And it's like we're past that point of like, we've just got to get the train together. And I just want to get down to the get to Gibraltar and see that. All right. Uh, a specific question from Lizzie Jonko for specifically Nev. Man City or United? Neither. I hate them both. If you had <laughs> to pick one, you have to put your money on one of the two. Oh, God. I mean, the money, the the, 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 the smart money goes on I, Manchester City at the moment, not Manchester United. Manchester, but, but Manchester United got ran into the ground by the Glaciers, unfortunately. They're, <laughs> they're a second-tier team now. Manchester City is where all the money's at. Okay, but, but who's, who's your don't team? Tell Sepp, don't tell Sepp from... Uh, SWGOH.gg that I said that because I, I like to roast him over his him being a fan of Man City. So there we go. All right, but who who is it if if you if it's anybody out over there? Oh, I'm a Middlesbrough fan. I'm a Borough fan through and through. There you go. All right, Jigabachi, what do you got coming up on your channel this week? Uh, this week it should be pretty relaxed atmosphere. I guess we're going to i guess the sign up start monday is that yep. correct for the next that, week? According, yeah. according to the post yes yep so uh um obviously i'm definitely going to be doing the gac this week i'm very very curious to see is this threes or fives Three, i believe fives. it's still fives yeah they're doing fives. fives until further notice they, they haven't they haven't announced threes so my my guess is that they'll they'll stick with fives until the uh matchmaking flattens Oh, this is um, so this is so weird. I feel like this is a science experiment. We're all like little guinea yeah, pigs. Yeah, we are. We're the guinea pigs. The giant, we're like it, the we are like we are we are the kid running in the hedge maze from Nicholson. With or without a map. <laughs> no, we're just the little kids running around in the hedge maze. And and Jack Nicholson is is right behind us. That's literally what's happening right now. Uh, other than that, um, I will definitely be playing the older public and continuing that. And I've possibly got something in the works that I'm working on right now. Um, I'm, I'm actually getting, that's ready usually to how my... things in the works, you know, happen. I am actually they get getting out. ready to cut my first YouTube video. I've been working on it and I am very, very big about anti-clickbait and I hate videos that age. I'm so persnickety about it. So I am getting ready to release my first YouTube video. It's going to be crazy. Is that YouTube video going to be what we all want and have it be you doing the countries of the world by Yakko Warner, but doing all the nicknames that you have for your characters? I can add that later. I'm trying to recreate a special scene from Titanic while I talk about it. Um, but I'm having to cut weight to get to that point. I'm not 100% happy with the footage that we've done so far, but it's a work in progress. No, it's, it's, I'm doing a series of videos about culture and about planning those kind of things, which will always be better than in my opinion, than 
how to mod Enfys Nest. You know, I mean, I respect those videos and they're great videos, but they just don't. I don't know. I I'm very. I want something that would that just goes out there and stays out there, and then I don't have to, you know, wonder whether or not it post dates so badly that, you know, what I mean that in six months you're going, oh, that's the wrong guy. <laughs> so Neil, what do you got coming up on the Escape Podcast Twitch channel, Escape Podcast? Uh, nothing. Well, you got GAC, GAC stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm going to enjoy my. I'm going to enjoy the week off. It's holiday time. It's party time. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go. But I'll just, I'll just go Bug Ranger um, on the RSG stream, or I'll find someone streaming that has rather um, absent-mindedly left their VC open, and I'll jump in and hello, Governor, the crap out of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, for. Vault 37 Studios, uh, we will be doing Lego Saturday, Sunday, Monday, but the mother comes in on Tuesday, so we'll probably not be doing anything until the following Sunday, but coming up on the Escape Podcast next week, if you didn't hear it in the beginning, we will once again have another What If episode. What if? What what if? Guess you'll have to tune in and find out, right? Yeah, you'll have to tune in to find out what if. I All almost right. asked you what if, and then I got it and was like, oh, yeah, I know that joke. Oh, <laughs> what terrible. All right. Jigabachi, anything uh, anything that we can get jiggy before we get out of here? No, I just, this is an endlessly fascinating way things are developing. I'm happy that I'm at the GP level to really enjoy and see how this is because like all of us are doing this together. It's so weird and cathartic. It's very strange. I really enjoy it. And we shall see what happens. All right. Neil, any parting words? Nope. Toodles. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you, Chikabachi. Thank you, Playbook. Thank you, everybody in chat, for uh, for hanging out with us. And we hope that we will see you guys again very, very soon. Be nice to each other, damn it. Neil? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog.